Welcome to another episode of the Chokesland Wrestling Report. I am your host, the Ultimate One, coming to you live from New York City. And tonight, we're going to go through the Royal Rumble review. Um, yes, people, I actually watched a WWE event. It's been a long time that I have watched one. I think the last one I saw was the Hell in the Cell. You know, um, so, you know, not that I was forced to watch it, but uh, I figured let me let me do the um, the Royal Rumble and watch Royal Rumble to see how it is, and then I'm going to give my feedback on it, and that's exactly what I did. Um, and uh, the Royal Rumble started off with a pre-show, and of course, the first match of the night was Sheamus versus Chad Gable. Not much to see there. Um, it was like more of Sheamus abusing Chad Gable. I don't know why they put this match on the pre-show. Um, it wasn't something that I would want to watch uh, and the, um, to begin the show, um, but as predictable, we know Sheamus was going to win. Road kick, match is over, and Sheamus won that match. Uh, you know, Chad has become another character. He has, you know, it's, you know, the part that I don't understand was why did they change his whole gimmick to a guy walking around now with basketball shorts and look like he's playing basketball, and they just destroyed this guy. This guy was uh, one of the part of a great tag team back in NXT a couple of years ago called the American Alpha and with um, uh, Jordan, I forgot I forgot his name, but they just right now has put this guy and like they're punishing him because of probably his height or whatever the case may be, but it's sad to see Chad Gable just not being utilized after he had a couple of great matches with Barry Corbin over the summer and show his, uh, his athleticism and everything, and look at the way they're using him right now. They're using him as a, as a, uh, as a jobber, and he's not really doing nothing. As far as Shame is concerned, um, it looks like they're getting him uh, ready for him to take over the Intercontinental title once I think Braun Strowman wins the Intercontinental title from um, uh, Nakamura. That I could see that happening, um, and you know. Who knows? I mean, we'll see what happens, but you definitely, I see um, Sheamus winning the Intercontinental belt, because that's the only belt he has not won. Then the next pre-show fight was Andrade versus uh, Roberto Carrillo. Uh, This was a good match. I mean, and again, the United States belt is just not being put in the highest of standards. The United States belt has a history going back to the NWA days and the WWE now is just like this, just like they do to all the belts. No, no prestige, no nothing. They put the Andrade's and Umberto Carrillo in the pre-show. Andrade, of course, looking great. And it was a very good, um, uh, good match, high risk maneuvers and all that stuff. But Umberto Carrillo, he's a loser. This guy is a jobber. I don't know why they brought him up from 205. He was losing to AJ Styles. And now he's losing to Andrade. He don't belong in the United States picture, United States title picture. He knows he doesn't. They're trying to push people that no one cares for. And Berto Carrillo, he has he has athleticism. He's pretty good in the ring, but this is WWE's version of Ray Phoenix. No way. He's nowhere near the league of Ray Phoenix. So 
It's just stupid to see them actually trying to push this guy. This guy is not really going nowhere. Like, you know, he was getting beat up by AJ Styles in the OC about a couple of months ago. And now you go and push him to wrestle against Andrade's because now Andrade's don't really have anybody since he had a good match with um, with um, Rey Mysterio last week. So I don't understand what's going on there. But, um, you know, anyway, we're going to get right back. I mean, usually I'll stay a little longer to talk about that, but we'll be right back after this. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimal listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And the next match was the four count anywhere match with Roman Reigns and Barry Corman. Now, this match started off with Roman Reigns waiting for Barry Corman to come in. Barry Corman, his entrance was a bunch of guys carrying him in a throne. Um, and he kept mocking Roman Reigns. And Reigns just ended up saying, hey, you know what? The hell with this. He went. He attacked the guys who was carrying um, uh, Barry Corman. And then he went after Barry Corman. And they were... They, wrestle all over the place um the highlight of the match i, I was when um corbin grabbed roman reigns and uh pretty much chokeslammed him on top of a table the table did not break then he goes and grabs the german announcing team and throws roman reigns right through that table and it kept going back and forth of uh, they ended up fighting in the in the outf- in the somewhere in the outfield because in the stands or whatever you want to call it but it was in the baseball field this was for minute Maid park so they were fighting all over the place. And out of nowhere, you got Dolph Ziggler and um, Ziggler and Bobby Roo come out attacking Roman Reigns. Then the Usos came in. And again, like I said on my podcast, on my YouTube channel, the Usos are being put with Roman Reigns so they could get some type of fanfare. Because remember, they haven't been on TV for a while. So now they they really don't, they don't have that fanfare that they had when they were doing the, you know, the, penitentiary character back about six eight months ago um so now they, they go at it at one point one of the usos went to the top of where the mechanic uh technical um mechanical stuff on the top he jumped over that and and and, and threw himself pretty much it's like this 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 spot where they got the te- technical machines whatever they have up there is about 25 feet and one of the Usos ended up jumping over that, landing on top of Bobby Roode, uh, one of the Usos, and Dolph Ziggler, which was one of the highlight spots um, of, the, of the match. Um, of course, uh, again, Barry Corbin and Roman Reigns continue feuding all, uh, feuding all over the the, uh, the outside. They, uh, I mean, even at one point, Barry Corbin ended up in a, pot, a portal party, and he got uh, Roman Reigns went in. Th- Knock down the porta party over, and I mean, you would expect water or something, make it look messy a little bit, but no, you know, no creativity from WWE, of course. But uh, they ended up on top of the dugout, um, and Roman Reigns ended up spearing Barry Corbin for the win. It was just a, it was a horrible, horrible spear. I guess he was scared that he might trip and hurt himself, 
uh, why would you even even come up with that finish from the top of the book? But it was cool because you see the background of Minute Maid Park, and it was pretty good. I mean, the match wasn't bad. Uh, it was too long, though. It was too long, and I felt that they could have done something different, uh, maybe a little shorting it up a little bit, making more, you know. But I, I knew that the Brood and Ziggler was going to pop out, and I knew the Usos was going to get involved. Um, but... Not a bad match. It was a decent match, but hopefully this Barry Corbin, Roman Reigns um, feud was going to be over. But uh, I mean, as you saw last night, Barry Corbin and Roman Reigns didn't even ended up being in the same ring because uh, I believe Barry Corbin um, uh, got uh, eliminated before Roman came into the ring. So, uh, so you know, this week SmackDown they're going to wrestle again. Now they're probably going to have a thoughtful fight. I don't freaking know. So, anyway, so the next match was the uh the 30-woman royal rumble and uh the match started off with uh belair and alexa bliss as a uh, as the you know the the rumble continued with the women's whatever and um it was good to see one woman in particular that i feel that aew dropped the ball big time and that was mercedes martinez she uh, ended up showing up um, she did very well at the um, at the Rumble. I mean, I think she lasted about 10, 15 minutes. And then Molly Holly popped out. Now, most of you guys probably don't remember Molly Holly. It's just uh, millennials. Maybe they do. But Molly Holly ended up being part of the uh, Rumble last night. So that was, um, she, she did well. I mean, I was very surprised that she did very well. Um, she um, lasted there for about 10, 15 minutes. Uh, there was little spots here and there. Um, the um, the girls from NXT that did pretty well, but I mean, but pretty well, but most of them were like getting eliminated too quick. Uh, but NXT, uh, Bianca Belair, Belair she did uh, eliminated seven individuals in that um, in that Rumble last night before uh, she Shayna Baszler showed up. But she had seven eliminations. That um, it was very um. It was very impressive. Um, there was a, a standoff between her and Charlotte. That was um, pretty good. I mean, that was fun to see. Um, also, Sonya Deville. Uh, actually, before that, I bring Sonya Deville. The Mandy Rose um, spot where it looked like Mandy Rose was going to get eliminated by Alexa Bliss. And out of nowhere, when she got thrown over the ring, who's laying down on the floor? Otis. And Otis caught her before she hit the floor. And she brought her back in the ring. And then... At another spot when Sonya Deville came in, uh, um, it looked like uh, Mandy Rose was going to get eliminated again. And she got thrown over, I think, by Alexa Bliss. Somebody got, she got thrown over. And Otis caught her again. But, of course, um, Sonya Deville um, was trying to, I think she was trying to stop Alexa Bliss or something. And at one point, Alexa Bliss ended up throwing Sonya Deville on top of Otis and Mandy Rose. So, therefore, Mandy Rose was eliminated. We'll be right back after this. And we're back. So, we're going to continue talking about the women's, uh, women's uh, Royal Rumble. But the Sonya Deville got so much potential. And I, I, I don't know why they're not pushing her. This girl is good, and they're not pushing her at all. Same thing with Carrie Zane, uh, another one who should have been contending for the world title. And the um, in the women's division, and they just they, even though she is a half of the women's world tag team champions, but 
let's be realistic. Those titles don't mean nothing. They're just worthless. You know, there's not a lot of women teaming up for that title. Uh, Alexa Bliss was too long, and I mean, had me worried because I thought she was going to be the the marathon girl and win win it off. And she stood there; she was too long in there. Candice LeRae looked like she um, she glazed her knee on the canvas when she was getting eliminated, and it looked like she hit it. She she glanced it a little bit, and it, it looked like she got hurt. So I don't know how, how bad it is. Uh, Tamina looks like a mummy. Tamina came out. I mean, I was surprised to see her. She, they, they need to repackage her. She looks horrible. She looks like a mummy coming out. And I was like, what the hell, you know? And it was a good, um, it was a good um, one-on-one confrontation with Bianca Belair. Um, so that was good. Chelsea Green, you know, uh, Miss uh, Crybaby, the one that was talking crap about Tessa Blanchard, she came in, got eliminated quick, and... And Bianca just kept eliminating people. She was just, at one point she cracked Alexa so hard. I was like, wow, you know. Uh, Beth Phoenix, she looked good, but Beth Phoenix last night, um, if you guys saw it, she was bleeding from the back of her head. It's because at one point um, she was in the corner and she hit her head with the, the top part of the uh, the a, uh, the LED spot cold post, and it looked like she cracked the head and there was blood gushing out of her head. And her hair was blonde, uh, red and blonde. So, Stony Storms, the same thing. She looked good in there, but she got eliminated, of course. Uh, the fact that Charlotte eliminated Belair when they had to face off was stupid to me. Because it's like you're putting Charlotte, and in other words, you're making a woman's WWE girl eliminate uh, an NXT girl. And, 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 you know, to me, if, if this is a, a preview of what's going to happen once Belair comes up the, the main roster and a few with Charlotte, there will be a great match. I can see it. Bianca Belair has a lot of potential, so it's good to see. Also, um, Sarah Logan, she came out. She gets eliminated quick. Uh, I don't know what they're doing with her. Um, Natalia came out. Natalia looked like she's done um, some face work. It's the same thing I said. These women, blonde women, are doing all these... Um, uh, surgeries in their face as uh, their nose are more uh, thinner, uh, the lips are more uh, voluptuous, and they're doing the Botox. And these women look horrible. Like Jaina Brooke look like a clown. Um, uh, who else? Uh, Carmella, another one, look like a clown. And, and, and look, like Natalia did some lip work. And I'm like, and her face looks, her nose looks thinner. I'm like, this is what WWE is telling these women to do with themselves just to get pushed? And it's ridiculous. And definitely Charlotte Flair has done a lot of work in her body. So it's sad to see these ladies, you know, and girls like Sarah Logan don't get a, a chance. Same thing goes with uh, uh, Sonya Deville because they're not blind. So uh, in the middle of the match, Beth turned on Natalia, threw her out, maybe a WrestleMania match right there between Natalia and Beth Phoenix in the future, maybe. Uh, but Charlotte ended up winning the whole damn Rumble, which killed when I tell you it killed the whole crowd because Charlotte won, it killed the. It was a great Royal Rumble for the Women's Royal Rumble, and they killed it when Charlotte won. Another uh, thing that I noticed, they wasted a spot. We bring Santino Morella just as a, a girl. It was just stupid. A spot they could have been given to anybody in the back that deserve it. Uh, Kelly Kelly, why was she there? I don't understand why she was there. It was just. Stupid, she's worthless. She was never good wrestler to begin with. Anyway, 
We'll be right back after this. And we're back. So the next match was the SmackDown Women's title match between Becky Lynch. Uh, actually, no. Bailey versus Lacey Evans. Boring match. This um, Lacey Evans, not been, it, it, they're pushing this girl, again, the blonde agenda. And the girl's not ready. She's she's trying to be a baby face when this woman came as a, 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 a obnoxious Southern belle. And now you're trying to make us, you were trying to give us this now new Lacey Evans, uh, her struggles and this and this and that. Who cares? Like, nobody cared. In that match, Bailey, she won. And, and it was a boring match. The, I think the Women's Royal Rumble was doing great, had the crowd going. And then once Charlotte won, that killed everything. You know what I'm saying? That killed the whole thing. It's like people did not care. People, I'm sure people went to the concession stand for that one. Um, then after that, we had the Daniel Bryan versus The Fiend. This was a good match. It started off a little slow. Um, they took the red light out, which I was happy with that. Um, and The Fiend looks more ferocious when, when on regular light. I mean, and this was a good match. Uh, it was a strap match. And these guys, I'm talking about Bray Wyatt just whooped the crap out of Daniel, Daniel Bryan throughout the match. Daniel Bryan um, did uh, he did a um, a comeback and the Fiend and um, at one time he kicked them four times in the nuts while they were in the top of the uh, of, of the announcement table. Um, and it, this was just a very physical match. People really wanted Daniel Bryan to beat the Fiend, you know. And this match was a good good match, but the Fiend, at one point, um, you saw uh, he told Daniel Bryan, keep hitting me with the strap. Because, and Daniel Bryan came kicking him, hitting him with the, with the strap on his chest. And he just telling him to come back. And at the end, you know, um, the Fiend, you know, was too much for him. Uh, I mean, he had, he had the Fiend in a labella La lock where nobody gets out of that. And the Fiend got out of it. And, uh, and that's how you knew he was going to lose. Um, and the Fiend just put the abominable claw, whatever they call, and just pinned Daniel Bryan. It was a good match. That was a good match. Um, very, very good match. So, so far, while I was looking at, the, the Rumble was pretty good, decent. It wasn't bad at all. The actual a WWE event that was decent. Then they had the Oscar versus Becky Lynch for the WWE title. Why I'm not surprised that Becky Lynch won the ending, I mean, it was expected. I mean, they're not going to give Oscar the win on this, um, but like somebody, uh, 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 a podcaster that I am very, very, uh, that I like really much said it, he said the reign of Becky Lynch is over, she's going to lose that belt, because, I mean, Charlotte just won the damn Royal Rumble, so either she takes the belt away from Becky Lynch, or somebody else come, this word in man, Ronda Rousey may come and take the belt away from Becky Lynch, but then again, you're just not going to throw uh, Ronda Rousey unless you're going to continue the story from last year when she left. So that would, you know, that's going to be interesting, very interesting. But Becky Lynch um, reign is going to is going to end because she's been champion for almost a year. So you know that's going to be looking for now. Um, then we had the uh, the Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble. Brock Lesnar was the first one. And we're going to go and talk about that when we come back. And we're back. So we're going to talk about the Royal Rumble. Brock Lesnar was number one. He chose that 
to be number one. In other words, it's more like saying you got nobody in the locker room is worth getting a title shot against me. So I'm gonna go into the Royal Rumble and I'm gonna go in there at number one and take beat every every 29 guys in there. And Brock Lesnar uh, was number one. Elias came out and again. Lies is just going taunting with his guitar, talking crap, and just wasting time. And I'm looking at this, saying to myself, dude, get in the freaking ring. Get in the freaking ring. And he wouldn't get in the ring. He wanted to sing a song, and Brock Lesnar went. Brock Lesnar nearly killed himself trying to go after Elias. And he just beat, uh, you know, Elias tried to do a comeback. He didn't last as long. Um, he just went and he freaking F5'd him. And they just threw him out. Then the next guy who came after him was Eric Rowan. Eric Rowan, I was like, this is a good matchup. But here's one thing I told my brother. Um, um, they didn't let Eric Rowan and, and Brock Lesnar go at it. It would have been a, 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 a dream match, if you could say if you could say that, uh, to see how they go one-on-one. But no, they just went and did it easy. Uh, Eric Rowan was just thrown down, clotheslined outside the ring. That was it. The next guy that came in, uh, uh, Robert Roo came in. He got close line at F5, and he was eliminated. Then John Morrison came in, and John Morrison was funny because John Morrison went, came in the ring, and tried to kick uh, Brock in his abdomen area, and Brock did the same thing. But the difference is that Brock kicked him and nearly broke uh, um, John Morrison's leg because they both kicked each other at the same time. And Morrison... Uh, he suplexed him out of the ring in nine seconds. So then the next guy, Kofi Kingston, came in, followed by Rey Mysterio, and then followed by Big E. And all three of them tried to team up on Brock, but Brock took all of them out. He F.I. Kingston out of the ring. And this was just, like, incredible what Brock was doing. Cesaro came in. He got closed line, lined uh, outside the ring. His tag partner, uh, Ben, uh, Shelton Benjamin was the next one that came in the ring, and we thought that, well, look, Shelton Benjamin, who was a former tag team partner of Brock Lesnar when they were down in Ohio Valley in the early career, early years and early in their careers, so I figured, well, they're going to team up together because, you know, they they we, you know, they got a history. They both went to Minnesota University, all that stuff, uh, and it looked like he was going to do it, but then he, you know, he turned him in, and after a hug, he just threw his ass out. I think he clotheslined him, and that was the end of that. So Shelton Benjamin out of there. Nakamura, he came in. He didn't last long. He got eliminated. MVP came out, which was nice seeing MVP with his uh, Black Panther gear. Um, he got F5 for his troubles. Then, um, you know, it's like the Rumble was making, you know, Brock Lesnar was making this whole, the whole uh, Royal roster look bad. I mean, he was just beating everybody up. Then, Keith Lee popped out of nowhere. This had an eruption that it, everybody went crazy for, and he came out, and these two went at it. Um, it was something I, I was like, this is what the Rumble was supposed to be, you know, face-off. Even though it may not be two, three minutes, but it's something that you're going to enjoy. And watching Keith Lee and Brock Lesnar go at it, that was great. Uh, Braun Strowman came in, and, um, and Braun and... Keith Lee ended up getting into it, and that's when Brock took advantage and got eliminated both. Ricochet came in, and Ricochet, um, you know, Brock started playing around with him and said, beat him up, whatever. I think he gave him an F5. And all of a sudden, number 16, 
And now number 16 was Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre came out, and Drew McIntyre uh, had a face-off with Brock, but then he turned his back. Brock turned his back on Ricochet. Ricochet low-blowed him, and then Drew McIntyre took, took advantage of him and clotheslined um, Brock out of the ring. So this was like, you know, you know, it's, it, we knew where we was going. Once Drew McIntyre eliminated Brock, I'm like, he's wrestling Brock. He's going to go out to Brock's belt. Um, but then um, Drew went and flung Ricochet out of the ring. Edge came out. It was a big pop for him to come. The place went wild when Edge came out. Um, and then they had, a, they had a Edge versus AJ Styles face-off, which was great. But that's what AJ Styles got hurt last night. Um, um, uh, Edge speared him. And he ended up, um, uh, he was he was giving, um, he was trying to do more than, like, I guess he was trying to give it a better effect as have the spear of Edge, and he landed wrong his shoulder, so he got hurt, so I don't know how long he's going to be. Uh, Matt Riddle came out, which I, I, I said to myself, why Matt Riddle and Brock were not there? I'm going to tell you what happened with that when I finish up with this. So Matt Riddle came out, he was eliminated. Uh, I think he was limited by, uh, by Barry Corbin when Barry Corbin was in the ring. Uh, you know, they made him look bad. Um, Drew eliminated Corbin and rated out RKO, then um, got together and they started eliminating certain people. Seth Rollins came out. And, you know, he came out at number 30. Alistair Black was in there. Um, and the whole Seth Rollins crew started beating everybody up. Um, so they were... Um, it was it, it was it was crazy. Um, I know at one point in the Rumble, Ed, Edge and um, Orton looked like they were going to team up because they they all got you know when the once Seth Rollins came and they started jumping everybody. I know Roman Reigns, Edge, Orton, um, I believe Alistair Black. Uh, they all went back in the ring once. Uh, everybody uh, when Samoa Joe, or Kevin Owens, all these guys started fighting with. Um, Seth Rollins' crew, um, Seth Rollins got caught. Roman Reigns caught him. Um, I think he gave him a Superman punch. Edge hit, caught him. I think Randy Orton and Alistair Black, and they got limited Seth Rollins. But anyway, to make the story short, um, I was glad Seth got eliminated. I was glad that at the end uh, we saw Edge eliminating Orton because Orton tried to sneak up on Edge, and then Edge went and eliminated Orton. Um, so that was a cool spot. Um, but at the end, uh, Drew McIntyre ended up winning the Rumble, eliminating uh, Roman Reigns. Um, was it a good uh, move? Uh, them winning, him winning the the Rumble? Yes, because that shows that um, that he's been waiting for so long to be the man. I'll be right back after this. We're back. And so I'm going to explain to you why I feel that Drew McIntyre deserves the spot. Drew McIntyre, uh, when he first came into WWE years ago, he was supposed to be the hand-picked by Vince McMahon. I don't know what happened down the line, and they put him in a three-man band with Heath, uh, Heath Slater and Jinder Mahal. And now all of a sudden, he left WWE. He went to TNA. He became the TNA champion. He comes back. NXT TakeOver in New York, I think it was part three, and he wins the title from Andrade's. Then uh, Adam Cole ended up um, catching him with a super kick that night with along with the uh, 
Undisputed Era before they became Undisputed Era. And then Drew McIntyre got hurt. Drew came back, and I always said Drew should have been the world champion long over two years ago. And now finally he wins the Rumble. Um, if he beats Brock, he's the perfect guy to beat Brock because he's matched up with Brock. So that would be cool to see. And he deserves to win the, the Royal Rumble. I, I, I'm, all night I'm thinking Roman Reigns was going to win it, and then he'll fight uh, the Fiend and take take the Fiend's belt because that's what they're planning to do. So that's going to happen. But now with all this, what happened now, somewhere or the other, the Elimination Chamber is going to end up in SmackDown, and they, Roman Reigns is going to end up getting the title shot. But overall, the show was good. I was surprised. I was really surprised. But, uh, you know, um, but it was good. It wasn't It wasn't that bad. Um, other news from WWE, Sasha Bank was not part of the Women's Royal Rumble. She wasn't clear. Uh, AJ got hurt after a, a devastating spear from Edge. He landed wrong. Um, and he got eliminated earlier than he was supposed to. But he had a mem- he told Randy Orton, I think Randy Orton won on Edge, don't touch me, I'm hurt, and they got he got eliminated earlier than usual. So uh, also Raw tonight, if you guys watch Raw, Tom Phillips replacing Vic Joseph on the WWE Raw announcing team. Don't know why. Uh, I don't know what's going on with that. Tom Phillips uh, replaced Moronalo because Moronalo was doing a boxing fight on World's Collide NXT this past weekend. Um, let's see what else we got here. Um, Seth Rollins again talking crap about CM Punk. Talking about he was if CM Punk was to come, he wants to match with him in WrestleMania. You know, CM Punk already said he's not gonna wrestle. So why is this man? Don't shut up. You know, I just did a video of him uh, talking about him and his fiance on my video on my YouTube channel called the Choke Clown Wrestling Report. Also. And I speak about that, of them being the clowns of WWE. They just continue to talk crap. They just make the product, the, the promotion look bad. Because he don't know when to shut up. So it's just, it's ridiculous. But um, that's so far uh, when it comes to WWE. But overall, the show was good. Um, other news, real quick. Other notes, Cody is, Cody Rhodes. We're talking about AEW here. Cody Rhodes is to receive um, 10 lashes Next Wednesday, of February 5th episode of AEW Dynamite, he's going to get the 10 lashes. So that's going to be interesting to look forward to, guys. Sammy Guevara invaded the Royal Rumble and outside the Royal Rumble with a small little tank. It's hilarious, guys. You got to check it. Go to Sammy Guevara's twi- Twitter account, and you'll see what he did. It, it was like a back of DX, a DX throwback. But it was smaller. It was a toys tank. It was hilarious. So, uh, Ring of Honor, um, Ring of Honor, uh, the Briscoes. They signed a new contract with Ring of Honor. Um, where else they were gonna go? They're not going anywhere. So they Ring of Honor for, for life. So, but overall, guys, um, I, I'm glad that uh, I was able to bring you another episode of my Chokeslam Wrestling Report. Um, the Royal Rumble last night was pretty good. Can't complain. Um, I want to see what Raw, uh, the Raw um, episode tonight starts off. Um, so I want to see how that goes. So, but anyway, thank you for listening tonight. Um, hope you guys um, enjoyed it. Um, check my check my um, Chokesland Wrestling Record podcast available in Stitcher, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio and many other platforms that you guys listen to 
the um, to podcast. So check it out. Um, don't be afraid to you know check it out and subscribe to the. Especially if you if you got an iPhone, you can subscribe to the to the podcast and listen to all my episodes. I got put two episodes a week. Um, I put the Monday night wrestling rumors tonight special. Today's a Royal Rumble review, and then on on, on Thursdays I do the AEW Dynamite review. But I'm gonna change that format. Probably gonna do more of my 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 feedback and my opinions on certain matches. I probably won't go to all the matches because that's too much. And then I'll throw in some. Uh, you know, um, some news in there. So depending on how how it goes, so I'll give you my feedback on that. That might be a little shorter. So, anyway, thank you everyone again. Thank you for all my fans. Thank you everybody who supported my podcast. And um, again, Chokesland Wrestling Report is available also on YouTube um, on the YouTube channel. Um, if you want to find out more information about me, click on the YouTube channel top um, on the top of the page. You'll get Facebook. Instagram and Twitter, my all the information plus the anchor um, um, audio podcast there is also there. So also check out the videos that I put, I put there. Hit the subscribe button if you like what you see. Hit the notification bell for every upload so you get uh, a, a glimpse of what I do for you guys, wrestling fans. I bring it. I bring the noise, and I'm not gonna sugarcoat anything. So you know, I put my YouTube video last night and. And like expected, when you talk about WWE, all these trolls come out. But I'm not scared because I'm going to bring you the the facts, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Till then, guys, I'll see you guys on Thursday.